Hey guys, what's up and welcome back to the Motivated Lawn Care Show. Uh, I am your host, Caleb Nguyen, and today on the show we have Ethan Hammond uh, from Hammond Landscaping, and uh, he's kind of crushing it. He's got, uh, I want to say 85, 85 accounts, something like that. Yeah, yeah. Yep, and um, he's doing some good revenue. Got four or five guys? Four right now, but just laid a couple off, so. Okay, yikes. But no, he's crushing it. I want to get him on there. I heard him on uh, Brian Fullerton, his Unfiltered podcast, and I figured we might as well get him on get him on here and, and ask him some questions and, and kind of get the rundown from him. Uh, I want to start out and, and see where you're at like now. I'm just curious where you're at, like numbers wise with your business, mm-hmm. like what, what weekly looks like, what this year is going to look like. Do you think like, like numbers, like you're going to do a hundred grand, like 200 grand, what's it going to look like? Um, So I think we're on track to do probably around 130 to 150 gross. Okay. Uh, somewhere there for, uh, for the year. I mean, that's, that's kind of, part-time in the spring and then full-time in the summer. So it's kind of, it's some weird hours around school. So I'm still in high school. So. Gotcha. And do you, um, do you do like snow too? Yeah. So we're full maintenance. They were, uh, we try to be the one-stop shop for all of our, uh, all of our customers. Um, if, if there's a service that they need, we'll, we'll offer it. And if we don't offer it, we'll offer it in about a couple of days. Okay. So you go out and just buy the, the stuff. Usually. Yeah. I mean, now we're kind of, got everything that we would need and then uh so we'll just kind of book them in we usually book out for about two weeks and uh we stay pretty pretty busy in our schedules okay so uh, so 130 um so what's it look like with with routes i know you said 85 accounts uh is that just for mowing or is that including for like landscaping stuff like that so uh that's including landscaping so we're probably mowing about uh 60 to 75 lawns and then we have about 10 that are strictly landscape maintenance. So we'll, we'll come out like once, once or twice, uh, or once a week or, you know, every two weeks and we'll weed the beds and then we'll do mulch on all, all these properties and then we'll do trimming and stuff. So we're full maintenance. So we're really, we're landscaping about three days a week and then we're mowing, uh, two to three, depending on what happens, you know, route wise. Okay, so landscaping, and then you just do that the normal hours, and you fill it in with like just like weeding and mulch and all that stuff. Yeah, so we'll work from usually on the days that we're doing landscaping, we'll work from seven to five p.m., seven a.m. to five p.m., and then um, on mowing, we'll work seven until you know five or six, and then uh, if if we get slammed or if there's rain, um, we'll just work until it's till we get everything done. So. Okay. And that fills up like five, six days a week. Yeah. That's five, five to six days. And then when school starts, I mean, it's seven days a week. I <laughs> just thought nights and weekends. Yeah, pretty much. Okay. So yep. what's your setup look like right now? I know you said you have, you got one truck looking to get a second one. You've got quite the skag set up at, at, at your shop. I've seen. Yeah. Yeah. So if anyone doesn't know, I, uh, I got on Brian Fortin's, um, podcast at three times now and then i uh was part of the lawn trip to preneur like laundry tour whatever he called it uh <laughs> you know road trip type of thing is what he's doing so um basically he there's a whole shop tour video uh from him and uh we got uh a 2007 chevy silver out 2500 it's a single cab long box um and that is our uh that's my personal daily right now is it gas or diesel? It's a gas, six O gas. So it's a good old trusty Vortec in that puppy. And then uh, we tow two trailers behind it. Brian didn't see the second trailer in that video, 
because it was sitting in the weeds. But we have a 7x22 PJ, and that's a 2022 I bought last fall. And that's a utility. Uh, yeah, a utility trailer um, with a two-foot dovetail. So it's like 20 feet of flat space. And then we have a two-foot dovetail. And like that, a little ramp, that, yeah. Yeah, like, I mean, it's a it's a decline, but still wooden. And then we have the actual, like, folding ramps. And then our other trailers, that's like a 6x12 utility. Uh, that's like an AMO, which is some crappy brand. It's like a tractor supply thing, or? Yeah, something like that. Basically, it's a tractor supply trailer, but crappier. Okay. Um, but, yeah, so I, I bought that in 2019 when I first started my business. But I never really used it, so it's been... It's kind of like a trailer where it gets used and abused type of thing. Like I personally, like, I really don't care about it. So I just kind of, you know, like you just be driving down the road and you hit a ac- accidentally in quotation marks, hit a orange barrel and you see it fly in the rear of the mirror. Sure. Surely it's not good for business, but uh, it's going to have fun sometimes. Um, <laughs> okay. So, we, so how many mowers right now you guys running? We have um, three mowers right now. And then we have a skag windstorm. So we have a, they're all V-Rides. It's uh, There's a 36 V-Ride 2, and then that has the cow carb. And then we have a 52 V-Ride with a 37-horse uh, uh, Vanguard big block. So it's it's the top dog that you can get. And then our 61 has the FX cow FX-1000, and that's a V-Ride 2 as well. So my whole the whole reason why I bought all this equipment was I'm – going to my senior year of high school so it's kind of something i mean i i knew that this was what i was going to do and i had money in the bank so i uh said hey you know let's i paid half half in cash and then half uh, i financed through shutfield for that it's like 20k and then um that's on a 48 month zero percent so i was like hey okay. if the money's zero percent you might yeah. as well just take it yeah and that's how i got all that stuff and i ended up uh, getting fleet on all that so i saved about six to eight I think it was like six or eight grand. Okay. Um, but prior to that, I had a Toro Z Master 2000, and that was a 52. So that's a sit down entry level commercial uh, from Toro, and that was a 2020. And then I bought a 2019 Starus right around this time last year, and that, that was a 60 inch. So uh, I ended up training those in and got this whole new fleet and stuff, and it's been pretty, pretty stout. Yeah. So, and so do you have like, do you do like push mowing stuff too? Or you guys just like dropped all those and just went for the full big size stuff? Um, so we, we have one account. It's actually an HOA Island that we should push mow, but really we just, it's right by one of our bigger houses. So we were just like, Hey, like, you know, after the trimmer guy's done, I'm like, just go down here and go hit it. So we we've completely eliminated push mowing. Like I yeah. I own a push mower, but really it's just kind of sitting in the in the barn collecting yeah. dust. So I really should sell it. But and then what do you have for like uh, string trimmers and blowers and stuff like that? You got specific brands that you like to um, use. We were originally all all steel. That's what you know we blood type of thing. But um, I think as a lot of people know in the lawn care industry, steels have their formic stuff has a lot of issues their weed whackers and condies and edgers um so we're in the middle of switching everything over to echo uh formix wise and then uh so we have a right now we bought a 2620 and we have a darwin's grip on that and all the guys love it it's super light super um like just maneuverable and 
the guy's low to speed feet head and everything like that. So we're we're gonna switch out our combi and our straight shaft edger, and then we're probably gonna pick it up on our twenty six twenty. Um, but we're gonna we're gonna go to all echo for that, and then uh, for blowers we have uh, three BR eight hundreds and then one BR six hundred. So the we have two of the regular starts, so that's the X, and then we have one side start, and then you know we have just like other stuff. So we have like a steel hs56 um that's our hedge trimmer and then we have um an ms 400c which is our big dog chainsaw that has a 20 inch bar and then our smaller chainsaw is a ms 251 with a 18 inch bar so when you said full maintenance you mean trees too uh like trees like we're not okay. you know if a tree falls down we'll come up and, or we'll go cut it up but we're mainly doing light tree trimming we're not like you know <laughs> cutting right by someone's house. I mean, I usually just try to, you know, keep it in our realm of expertise. Right. And so how old are you right now? I am 17, just turned 17. That's crazy. And so you're going to senior year too? Yep. Senior year of high school. And then after that, I mean, this is what we're going to do, or that's what I'm going to do. Gotcha. How old were you when you started? Uh, I, so I originally started when I was 10 years old. Uh, I actually didn't mow lawns when I was 10. I, I plowed snow. So we're up up here in mid Michigan and um, basically like, I don't know. I just kind of went door to door in my neighborhood. And I was like, Hey, can I mow your lawn for, or not mow your lawn, can I plow your snow for 20 bucks? And uh, I mean, I would just take, take the money and go and buy like a Nerf gun or something, you know, something sweet. Yeah. And then um, after that, I just kind of was like, all right, well, you know, I just did that for a couple of years. And did you have like a shovel or was it like full blown snowblower? What was it? So it was, um it was actually both so i had a a shovel and then uh my grandpa bought me a or he actually gave me a um like a little i don't know it was like a 1980s or 90s like toro snowblower but it was like a small one it was like a two two stroke you know thing and it was i mean i was i was young enough where i couldn't even pull the handle so i need someone else to pull the handle for me and then i'd be in business so, um, so you just leave it on and just leave it running while you did the other stuff? Well, not really. I just, I just shoveled. And then I had a buddy of mine and we were like, I mean, I remember it clear as day one and this was in 2017. So I was probably like 11 or 12 years old. I mean, I was a seventh grader and he called me up and he was like, Hey, like it's snowing. I was like, yeah, I was going to walk over to your house and ask if you wanted to start shoveling driveways. And he was like, yep. So basically our that's how indian hill snow removal was born that was that was the business before hammond landscape and it was straight you know twenty dollars to plow or to shovel driveway and it was split down the middle 50 50 um but i kind of got the bad end of that because i had um so basically like i i have a lawn lawn tractor or garden tractor and it's really it's not it doesn't get used much it's just kind of like my my show tractor tractor now it's uh it's a 1973 john deere 112 uh electric lift and i fully restored it with my grandpa so it's uh i had that and then i had like you know a uh a long cart and then um i had a um toro 518 snowblower that actually stole off my dad he bought that i was like all right dad we're gonna we're gonna use that um and then we just kind of uh, took that whole setup and we would go down the road and knock door to door and stuff. And 
um, you know, stuff like that. And then we ended up making pretty good money. Like we would go out, we got like a hundred bucks and then we thought that we were the crap for, uh, you know, the next week at school and then it's snowing in. So, yeah. um, but fortunately, unfortunately it kind of, uh, at the end of the season, I was like, Hey, you know, I have to pay everything for gas and you just kind of get to walk away with half the profit. So we ended up splitting off and stuff. And I was kind of made a promise to myself. I was like, man, I'm going to be, I'm going to own the neighborhood, you know, as in like, I'm going to own all the accounts and stuff. I'm going to be yeah. like the top dog. Cause he wouldn't pay for gas and stuff like that. No. The way. no. Yeah. He would, you know, just kind of like wipe his hands and walk his walk away. And, um, but what really got me was, uh, I was a seventh grader and I've always been this way where I've, you know, I've just been very like hardworking, hard work ethic, like always wanting to pursue more and more and more. Um, my uncle had this two stage snowblower that we were, that I was like, Hey, it's like, he wants to sell for like $250 and I was going to buy it. Well, this kid went and told his mom and his mom went like, she had us over to have like company meetings, you know, really we'd sit on the couch and like talk about like, I don't know, like customers and stuff. I don't, I don't know. I can't really remember, but she was very like into it and stuff like, but into it for the wrong reason, like very like controlling. And here I am seventh grade. I was like, man, I want to get a second crew rolling second crew by having like, I meant by having a second lawnmower with a trailer, you know, same setup and then yeah. getting like two other people to help us out. And I was like, yeah, I want to get second crew rolling next winter. And she was like, you know, they just kind of like shut it down immediately. And I was like, all right, whatever. So I walked away. My dad, my dad like went back to our house and I was like, those sons of, you know, sons of guns. I'm going to keep it Disney out here. Um, and then I was just kind of like, that kind of got me started up like, okay, well, what can I do? And then, uh, basically I decided, Hey, I want to become a farmer. And like, that was always my goal. So, uh, I, I worked at a pumpkin patch. This is, uh, fall of 2018 now so fast forward a year and um so then i was like working at this pumpkin patch and then um i noticed well they they kind of uh they do landscaping and that's how they're afford to farm on the side of doing their landscaping so that how old were you at the time that you like found out all this when we're working at the pumpkin patch and stuff like that um i was 12 so this was okay. So after two years of doing the snow and stuff like that and getting burned from the guy's mom and stuff, you went and started yeah. doing the pumpkin patch. Yeah. So, I mean, this was like a job where I got paid $10 an hour cash and, you know, so I thought, you know, Oh yeah, $10 an hour cash. Like that's great. But I also got, you know, I also brought home like two dozen donuts and like three gallons of cider. At the end of the day. <laughs> Not so, a bad I mean, deal, dude. Cider yeah. Either so way you think about it, you know, it's, it was pretty good, but, um, so that fall, I called up my cousin that owns a landscape company. And I was like, Hey, like, I want to start doing this, I think, and, you know, see where it goes. And he goes, Oh, well, here's what I'll sell you. And he was like, I have a 60 inch Bobcat zero turn. And this is where people, you know, everyone's always pushed my lawns from the beginning. I, I fortunately was not, you know, I, I fortunately like, you know, didn't have that, but I kind of got, really crappy equipment so i kind of you know but you started with a zero turn well started with a zero turn (laughs) but it was seven thousand hours on its third engine third deck third you know probably fourth or fifth transmission that's crazy tack welds everywhere i mean it was horrible okay and then i had a 
Bobcat 48 inch. I don't even know the year on this stuff, but you know, it's this thing was 48 inch, same thing, tackles everywhere, gear drive, stuck in the gear though. So, you know, if you even try to shift, you're screwed. And then I had this track vac that I had that I'd tow behind and suck up leaves that didn't work from the beginning. So, okay. And you were how old at the time? So this was 13 that you did started doing that. So this was 12 years old. So I was still 12, still 12. This is like November is when this all went down. So he was like, give me a hundred dollars a month for an entire year. And that's how like, and then we'll be squared away. I was like, okay. So ended up what happening was, so, okay, you can picture me 12 years old, not knowing what I'm doing. Now I have a $1,200, like $1,200 to a 12 year old kid's a lot of money. So basically I was like, well, here goes nothing. And, uh, I ended up, um, like, you know, just working and stuff during the fall and stuff, like charging, I don't know, like $175 for cleanups and stuff. I mean, I, cheap. I was very cheap yeah. and really all I cared about was making sure my guys were paid $5 an hour. Okay. So it was really only like me and like a couple, like, you know, it was like me and a couple of my buddies. So I was paying like $10 an hour for two guys. So, I mean, it was highway robbery. Yeah. Much. There we go. And then, um, and then like, uh, you know, just making sure that my, my loan was paid type of thing. And, uh, you know, so that was kind of, what happened? So was uh, it, did he give you a good deal or was he just kind of like, did he pull one over you? Oh, like giving you all I that thought, equipment. It, it was kind of, you know, either which way. I mean, you could, I thought it was a decent deal for, you know, at least I wasn't pushing my lawns types of thing, but <laughs> you know, I was, I was also kind of getting burned every month by, you know, something was always broken. Yeah. And, uh, but, you know, I thought for the equipment that it was, I, you know, uh, I ended up kind of flipping it around, lost money on it, of course, but, you know, still, still, you know, it got me to where I, where I was. Okay. Uh, and that was at 12 years old. So I was at 12 years, 12 to 13, I had this equipment. And then that first season I had about 10 lawns and I was able to kind of save up and buy, uh, steel backpack load. Or is it, be, it was a side start 800 and then i had like a steel weed whack and then i bought that hedge trimmer and then a chainsaw which was an ms 180 and i think that was it so and then so that was that was at uh at age 12 and then um 12 and then 13 like going yeah 13 okay so that was that was my 2019 year that's where hammond landscape officially got started was 2019 okay so with 10 accounts and uh, how much did you make off of those accounts during that year? Shoot, maybe five grand. I, I that's not bad probably. though. That's not bad. No, no, not for a thirteen-year-old kid. I mean, it was, it was enough money to you know for a thirteen-year-old. I mean, everyone through this stage to walk into high school as a freshman and be cocky as hell. Um, so I mean, it was it was good. It was good enough. And then COVID hit, and uh, I ended up. You know, with snow and stuff that year, I ended up saving, oh, I don't know, maybe it was around 7,500 bucks. And I was able to buy, uh, uh, that Toro is a Toro Z Master 2000 with a 52 inch deck. And, I and that thought, was brand new, brand new, brand wow. new. At 14, 000. you did that. 
Yep, fourteen. That's crazy. Seventy thousand three hundred fifty dollars, and I, I got a Toro hat. So I mean, I was, I was like, man, Toro hat was probably like the best thing <laughs> out there. Um, Five dollar hat. Oh yeah, you know how it is. But and then yeah, fourteen. So, how many counts did you have that year after you got the Toro? So that year, what happened with school was school kind of just threw their hands up and they walked away because of COVID. Right. So it was how it worked in my school was if you were passing all your classes, you got the credit and like you didn't have to do school. It was optional. So I was like, all right, well, I'm passing all my classes. So hell yeah. And I just worked the rest of the, of the spring and summer. And I ended up getting up to like 40 accounts that year. And that kind of started my whole like, Oh, you want your driveway washed? Sure. Give me two weeks. And I'll go out and I'll buy a power washer and I'll be here. Yeah. And, uh, so I ended up picking up a lot of equipment in that time period so much that my neighbor from across the street and mind you, this is all my parent or my dad's neighborhood. Yeah. My parents are divorced. Okay. So one lives in Bath, one lives in Oakland. Um, and where do you and, store all your equipment at your dad's place? I store it all in my mom's place. Now we got a pole barn out here that I cleaned out. Gotcha. And uh, yeah, so it's all based out of Bath, but offices in Oakmist, so I like to say Oakmist based. Um, so, but basically, I mean, we're um, I ended up using my neighbor's underground of his of his garage, and uh, I don't know, he kind of lived in between like two roads, so he had like his his house up front, and then I would drive through his yard with my lawnmowers up to this like back area. I mean, it was it was cool. And I actually, the the agreement was I would mow his yard for free for as long as I was there. And uh, in exchange, I would uh, kind of have this area. So it was pretty cool. So that was 14. And then that was that 2020? Was, yeah. So that was 14, 15, 16. So that was okay. years 2020 for the entire thing. And then uh, 2021 until about, I want to say... September is when I moved out of there and I moved into the barn out here is okay. when I transferred all of my equipment basically was, you know, I, I had to have something like in my neighborhood, uh, for just because like I had to stay in the neighborhood pre-licensed. Like I couldn't, I couldn't go anywhere else Yeah, or driver's license. I should yeah, say. So you just drive your zero turn around. You had like a wagon set up with that or, or what was the deal? You just lay it on your lap and drive around. Um, so the setup was, I ended up back in, so flashback, to 2018 i ended up buying or getting this uh lawn tractor given to me so it was like a i mean it was like a it's a john deere 170 so it's like i don't know it's kind of like a it's your entry level john deere lawn tractor and then um so i ended up like doing that until about july and then i was scrolling on craigslist one night and uh i saw this um john deere 430 for sale with a fully hydraulic snowplow and like a 60 inch deck it was a diesel and i was like man i want that so i ended up calling up the guy and he was pretty cool about it and stuff so picked that up and then so i don't know i had like a lawn cart and we somehow managed to throw every single piece of equipment that we could possibly need we had like a trimmer rack on the on the uh on the zero return so me and a me and one of my employees would I would drive the zero turn. He would drive this lawn tractor. And I mean, we both were at like 10 miles an hour and we would just zoom through these lawns. So that was the year before the Toro that you got before you got the Toro or the same year? Same year. So this was 2020 to like 
July of 2021. Okay, so right up to like when you got the skags, you were just zipping around with the lawn tractors. Well, this was, well, it was really right up to when I got my license. And then when I got my license, I had uh, the truck and then that six by 12. And then the, well, I had the, uh, an Xmark Metro and then I had the, the Toro. And then, and that was, that was nice and stuff. And then when I picked up this like horse farm that I had, I needed a second mower. And then I bought that stars. Okay. So, and so, so what did the accounts look like? So you said at what, what was it? 12, 13, you had 10. Yep. And then 14 was, well, you went to 40 cause that was what? 2020. Yep. And so then, it went 10 to 40 to 60 to 85. Okay. To where you are today. Yep. So you had the 60 and then you just saved up the money and you went and have you reinvested like almost everything? Everything's been reinvested. I mean, okay. I've, just like I'm, bank accounts at zero, but you got like the nicest machines. Well, the bank account's not at zero um, right now, but you know, but yeah, I mean that that was kind of like the whole story throughout the better half of like 2021 was, you know, I mean I started really like putting money in the bank like in June of 2021, and then that's how I like paid cash for this new trailer and half of the equipment, and then I financed 20k for the skags. So that's, yeah. So that's kind of how, how that all worked out. Gotcha. And you just did the financing through your dad to get the 0%. Um, it was, so it was um, through Shepfield. So it was actually done through the LLC. Oh, okay. Gotcha. So they, they didn't care as long as it, it was an official business or whatever. Yep. Pretty much. Gotcha. And so how did you go from, I know you went from 10 to 40 and then the mm-hmm. 16 and the 85. What did you do like for marketing and that kind of stuff? Hmm. A lot of Facebook ads originally was door to door. So, you know, I'd walk up and I'd be like, hi, I'm Ethan Hammond. You know, I mow lawns in the neighborhood. Uh, would you be interested? And I've had a lot of people like uh, originally do that. And then probably number number one way is word of mouth. Like if you okay. do if you do a good job and, you know, if obviously like in the beginning, like you can't you can't really have the uh, the budget for apparel and a logo on the truck, but mm-hmm. as you kind of continue, you know, get, get shirts, get a logo on your work truck, um, you know, do all this stuff. Like, I mean, I can show you, we're on a zoom call right now, but so we have like, you know, Hammond landscape sweatshirts and t-shirts and hats, everything like that. Okay. Um, so, so just to get your brand out there. And so just to get that word of mouth, yeah, so it, I mean, it's really like if you have a good brand and you have a good marketing, like people will, like if you if you're mowing a lawn and it's striped up and everything and it looks great, they're gonna look across the street and they'll be like, "Who's that company?" And if if all your guys are wearing the same t-shirt, same pants, you know, and it's a nice looking rig that's clean and the mowers are clean, then you know you're you got a good company image. But really, like people at the end of the day, like people won't care. Like if you're rocking the brand new stuff or if you're rocking stuff 20 years old, they, they just care that you're doing a good job. You're not leaving gates open. You're not damaging their property. There's a lot of factors that go into it, but okay, so number one is going to be word of mouth. Then Facebook, you use Facebook ads a lot. Yeah. So I, I do use a lot of Facebook ads. Uh, the nice thing with that is that you can kind of pinpoint where, where you want the ads listed. 
Right. So ads, like, not boosts, because I know that there's like boosts for your posts and that kind of stuff. Is that I do more that. Yeah, I do both those, but I've I've had better luck with like uh, Facebook ads. Yeah. I think ads and posts are, or ads and boosts are like the same thing, but I'm not really too sure. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, I've I've poured a lot of money into Facebook ads. Uh, another thing that I do is I use this website maker or website designer called Profone. And, okay. um, so that company will, um, they will design you a website with like your pictures from Instagram or Facebook or whatever you want to send you or whatever you want them to put on there. And then they'll also do a Google, my business listing as well. So I've had a lot of success with that. Yeah. Um, mainly cause our local supplier is called Hammond farms and we're Hammond landscape. So if they look up for instance, like Hammond landscape, you know, supply or whatever in Google will be the first one that pops up and then all the other stores. Right. So we'll end up getting a call saying, Hey, like I want to order like 10 yards of mulch or something like that. And I'll be like, okay, well we can install the 10 yards of mulch and we can get it for you. And then, you know, they're like, Oh yeah, that'd be great. Cause I was going to have a company come out and do it. Anyways. Yeah, so they have, they have no idea that you're not actually like the farm supply people. You, you're just a company. They have no yeah, idea. They, yeah. They got, they have no idea, but <laughs> Then I also, you know, with the, that marketing strategy with the website is like, they'll start looking on it. And if they were originally going to get, you know, a couple of yards of mulch delivered to their house and then they see, oh, well, this, this company does, you know, mowing or something like that. And it, it works out because they have a, on the website, they have this like software set up to where they'll be like, send us a text. They can click what services they want and then they'll give me a brief description and then their phone numbers. So then I can call them up and I can be like, hi, Mrs. Jones. I know that you want mowing done. We can get you to put on the schedule, you know, and and like you already have their basic contact info. So you can just, I mean, I personally just put it in the jobber and then I, you know, send it down the road. Okay. So you're a jobber guy because I'm going to, I'm going to talk about like the the CRMs, the customer management stuff in the future. And and that stuff's honestly huge. Like Mm -hmm. I have like the middle of the road jobber plan and it was like three tiers. And I had just had the middle of the road one. And it just saves so much time. Like every single week just saves so much time. Yeah. That's the one that we have. Um, it's nice because I was at like the, the kind of lower of the hand one. And that was nice. Cause I was the only one that was um, really doing, doing it. And then since we got the LC, the guys have been on payroll and stuff like that. We couldn't just keep track of their hours like that. So I said, well, I'm going to upgrade jobber and then you can keep like, six users on there so i can have six employees all log in and then they can clock in and out and the nice thing about jobber is if they are milking the clock which i thankfully haven't had anyone do mm-hmm. but if they like clock in at their house like i can see like where they clocked in at so gotcha. you know yeah, it's, a little bit. yeah i mean it's, it's pretty helpful you know in that sense of like making sure like they're at the right location and stuff gotcha gotcha and so what's in the future? What's coming next? Because what's, what's the future of Hammond Landscape? Future, Multi-million dollar company, the next uh, perfect cut. What's what's the deal? Yeah. So um, I think, well, I'll give you, I'll give you two, two things. So in the, the 18 to 24 month time span, I, uh, I'll be graduating high school. So uh, I'm currently looking at purchasing a second truck. It will have, you know, it will have a V plow in the front and then a uh, pull plow in the back is what I'm thinking that will be and i've already gotten one picked out and stuff from just talking to some people and figuring out what we gotta do to get it um 
So second, and, uh, second truck and plow is coming soon. Yep, coming soon. And then just adding more trucks from there, is that is that the goal? Yeah, that's the goal. Um, I will, well, this winter what we're going to do is we're going to have hopefully that truck running. And then if we do get that, I will go and buy a, a tailgate salter for uh, the Silverado that we have now because that's already wired up for it. And then if everything works out with that um, in the spring, we will uh, throw it on for a dump trailer. And then we'll have like, I don't know, we'll have one crew going out doing mowing and then uh, one crew going out and doing landscaping. And then I'm going to try and keep it at like, you know, threshold of like a hundred lawns a week or so for that one crew. And that'll be like a three man mill crew. And then um, depending on what we might do, I got to talk to like trailer sizes and stuff, but I want to try and get a, like a, a 61 cheetah on our fleet for mowing uh, this upcoming year. So if we can do that, that'd be great. Um, in the spring, we will, uh, my, the plan is to throw down for a dump trailer. And then um, after that, we will probably end up, you know, maybe upgrading some plows, some snow plows and stuff. Um, but after that, I mean, we'll, probably just be like trying to put some money in the bank and stuff. And then uh, within the next year after that, maybe buy like a third truck, probably like a four door or something, okay. something, something a little bit nicer where I can, you know, work during the week and then also, you know, go pick up like a, the lady or something, you know, something, <laughs> something like that. But gotcha. yeah, I mean, that's, that's kind of like what the whole game plan is. Probably so very heavy reinvesting into the business. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm going to try to get up next year, probably into like the three fifty to $400,000 range. Gotcha. With snow. With snow and everything. So yeah, we should be, we should be there. You know, hopefully if we have a good winter this year, we'll, we'll be, we'll be right on. Okay. Right on With the two trucks. Yeah. So true trucks. And then I'm going to do a, uh, like kind of like a list or I'm going to do more subcontract work because really what we do now is we do more residential. Mm-hmm. And I feel like if we can do 10 hours of commercial plowing per event, then we can just, um, especially with having two trucks and um, the pull plow, we'll be able to just knock out residentials like there's no tomorrow. Right. They are, pull plows are, I mean, I don't know, you said you're in Syracuse, New York. Yes. New York. So yeah. Lots of snow. I don't know. Do you guys have pull plows in that area or no? I, I've never seen it before. You never seen one? No. Well, so they're originally they were invented in on the west coast of Michigan because we get so much lake effect snow over there. Right. Um, like we over here, like we get um close to like ninety five, eight to ninety five inches of snow per season on oh, average. Goodness. Yeah. And That's then awesome. they get like they get um I think they get close to like a hundred and ten. So like that's that's nuts. No, I don't yeah. know what we get, but it's it's more like your area, less like uh, Lake Effect, Michigan. Yeah. So I mean, it's it's pretty nice because like on those, like they're going, you know, they get like two inches every, all day, every day. So they're kind of like every single night they're going out and plowing, and if they can use you know a pull plow instead of a you know regular V plow or something, right? It really speeds them up. So okay. Uh, but I know I know guy that knows a guy over on that west side of the state that said that granted last last year we did only residential and that was with my silverado and then we have a Meyer v blade on that uh which if everything works out next summer i'll probably end up trading in that Meyer for a, a dxc boss 
So we would do 48 driveways in, uh, I don't know, I think it was like six or seven hours. So it was kind of like an all night thing. And, um, so that was, that was a lot of work and stuff. And then, so my buddy, back to this whole reason why I brought up my buddy over on the West Side State, he said that his friend had a pull plow in his truck and he did a hundred and, I think it was like 110 driveways in a five hour period with, with a pull plow. Cause what you do with a, with a regular plow, you know, is like you go up to your, your drive or to the garage and then you drop it down and back drag and back drag. And then like what I do is like flip around the road and then I back all the way up and push it out to the road. And yeah. I put, put it somewhere. But with one of these pull plows, what you do is you just back all the way up, fold the wings out, drop it, pull forward. And then just pick up, fold, fold your wings in, and then you just scoop it, and you're off. So it takes a five minute job and turns it into like a a minute job max. That's so, crazy. Yeah, that's yeah. nuts. And that's coming soon. Yeah. So if everything works out, we might pick it up within the next week. There's a truck. Really? Yeah. That's nuts. That's nuts. Okay. So two trucks, maybe third truck, and uh, any long term, like super long term, some goals, some bucket list stuff you want to knock out. Twenty well, million dollar company, you know, you you were big into the cars, the houses, the watches. What what are you into? Oh yeah, so you know, probably get realistically. I mean, I want to get it to the point where I can, by the time I'm like forty five, like late forties, early fifties, be able to kind of have the business run itself. I will be able to walk away, collect like I don't know, a million dollar check per year or something like that. Yeah. You know, so I want I want a pretty big company, and then you know, be like the big guy in town. I will be able to kind of like start farming on a uh, on a small scale type of thing. Well, mm-hmm. hopefully I will start farming when I'm like 30 and stuff. So my kids can kind of like grow up with it and stuff. But then so you're you know, doing like, this so that you can build a, a massive, massive farm. So yeah. build the massive landscaping business, then build the massive farm. Exactly. I mean, that's, <laughs> that's the whole reason why I got started. So, gotcha. um, but yeah, so we'll, I'll end up doing that and then, you know, probably like buying, you know, I mean, I'd, I'd be happy with like a thousand acres or so, you know, up in Michigan here. So, yeah. um, not all farmland, but you know, like woods and stuff and then build a nice house. So like on a hill and stuff and then have, oh, you know, like a, uh, definitely a Corvette, definitely a like Ferrari F8 Spider. Okay. And then, you know, the dream truck's probably like a high country, you know, brand new, I don't even know what year, but you know, yeah. eventually, but a brand new high country Duramax, and then what else would there be? I don't know. There'd be like a bunch of like toys, so like razors and stuff. You know yeah, how it is. Yeah. Oh, and then, sure. uh, yeah, maybe like a Florida house, a couple nice boats. And then, you know, you can't be can't be living in Michigan without a cottage up north. So okay, yeah. lots of lo- lots of goals, lots of dreams. And how much how much is that going to be? Like a fifty million dollar company, like the biggest company we've ever, we've ever seen. Is that the, oh, is that the dream? <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, just kind of see see what's going to happen and stuff. I mean, I'm not, I'm not going to put a cap on it, but you know, just big enough to the point where, you know, I can step away whenever I'm older and spend, spend some time with the fam gotcha. and main, mainly not worried about money. Like if I go yeah. out to dinner, it's like, you know, spend whatever shit. you want. Yeah. Hand me the bill. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's, that's cool. All right, man. We'll definitely have to, to check in regularly and see see where you're at on the journey to the the Corvette, and the Ferrari, and the the house overlooking the big farm. But uh, I appreciate you coming out. Uh, any any final words for like the young guys? There's a lot of like 13, 14, 15 year old guys. Any big takeaways for them to, that you wish you knew back in the day? Know your worth and 
keep reinvesting and don't don't spend your money on alcohol and nicotine weed. <laughs> the classics, the classics right here. No drugs, guys. No bad stuff. All right, man. Thank you for being on. Guys, if you have already not, please follow. Give us a rating and review well over the podcast. And uh, maybe we'll get shared on uh, on your socials. And uh, when I get those my socials up up and running, I'll, I'll share your stuff on, on mine as well. All right, man. I appreciate it. I'll talk to you soon. All right, cool. See you. See you, Matt. Bye.